0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Clay, Targets, and More. Tonight, we have very, very special guests. We have four youth shooters. We've got actually three boys that have started shooting very recently, and we have my daughter here that is going to give us some insights on what the sporting clay community looks like from the unique perspective of a five-year-old. My wife is also here, and she is going to try to control and wrangle the circus the best that we can. Uh, We're going to make this a fairly short podcast this evening because we also do have the uh, podcast, the main podcast, coming on tomorrow night. So what we've got is we've got a little one here tonight to introduce these fellas and this young lady, and then we're also going to tell everybody that we're moving the podcast to Wednesday night for the better part of summertime because we've got some scheduling issues with what's going on. So uh, who do I have sitting on my lap this evening? Me. Who is me?
1: Harlow!
0: Harlow! And how old is Harlow? How old is my number one daughter? How old is Harlow?
1: Um, I'm five and I'm about to turn six.
0: When do you turn six? May 30th. May 30th. Oh
2: my goodness, are that. you getting excited?
1: Yes ma'am.
0: That is right at the end of school, so you get to have a end of school birthday party and everything just gets to be awesome sauce at the end of school. So you're in kindergarten and what grade are you going to next year?
1: first grade
0: first grade what is uh what's, what's your go what's ahead. your
2: favorite thing about kindergarten
1: um i like doing the math and stuff
2: oh my goodness you're so smart i love
0: that answer good job are you the fastest person in your kindergarten class yes sir excellent excellent <laughs> all right now this podcast is about shooting and you've been listening to us through this podcast now for i don't know several months we started this back in christmas time and normally you're getting out of the bathtub and you and Striker go running across the house to go get out of the way. And tonight we are putting y'all in front of the microphone, aren't we?
1: Yes, sir. This is my first thing doing this with mom and dad.
0: All right. So tell us what it's like as a five-year-old when you get to go out with the family and get to watch us shooting. And sometimes you get to pull. Sometimes you get to keep score and get to make friends. So talk to us about that.
1: Like It feels like all of us are to them, them to together so it feels like nature to And it feels like, um I'm just like when in the team, like right. all of us are shooting like a family. So that what makes me make do it a lot at school.
2: What do we always like to say? Teamwork makes the, the
1: dream work.
2: That's right.
0: And excellent. Now you, you and Stryker got to go with us to Western Regionals, and you made a couple of new friends, and you and Stryker actually made some great friends over there, I think. And I think their name was, what was it?
1: Um, Trandy and... Um, do you
0: remember the little boy's name? Teagan.
1: Teagan, yes. And do
0: you remember who their parents were? This may be a tough one for you, but their parents are actually Eddie and Cherie Vigil, and they are from Utah.
1: Yes, I absolutely love them. Trandy's um, sh- um, mom gave me a sticker. That was the best thing ever. <laughs> I loved stickers in <laughs> my whole entire life. When I was mm-hmm. eight, too, I loved it, stickers.
2: You need, do you know what you need to do, Harlow? You need to invite them right now, say, can Please come visit me here in my house.
1: And please come visit me in my house. I have some fun stuff to do with you, (laughs) Trandy.
0: And it'll be anything besides shooting, won't it?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) 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 All right, so the other day you got to take Mom out, and y'all went to go practice. Is that right? Yes, sir. And you basically pulled for Mother while she went and shot and got in a whole bunch of practice before we went to Western Regionals, right?
1: Yes, sir. That was the best time ever. I got to hang out with Mom a lot.
2: A lot. And you were an excellent puller. You did it exactly. Not only were you a good puller, but you were a great cheerleader, too.
1: Thank you, <laughs> Mom. <Mother. laughs>
0: excellent. All right. Do you have anything else to add, little one? Are you? When, when do you think you're going to be ready to start shooting? You'll be six here in about a month. Do you think you need about two more years to get off that Red Ryder BB gun to maybe get over to a shotgun?
1: Yes, sir, like um, a small shotgun because I'm not that really um, big for the big ones, but I could try it out for I, me.
0: I bet, I bet we would be more than happy to try to find you something short enough and something that doesn't kick. That yeah. way we can get you to breaking some targets, all right?
1: Thank you, Dad. All and right, sweetie. I need you to practice. Store. All right.
0: Well, we, we love you, and thank you for coming on, and thank you for bringing this podcast out, all right?
1: Yes, sir. I can't wait to do the next podcast. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, we'll get you out here. Good job.
0: All right. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you, everybody. That is Harlow, and uh, she is five, turning on six, going on somewhere around 25 or 30. So now what we've got is we've got three young men over here that have started shooting, and um, we've got two of them, I believe, in 4-H. Is that correct, boys? Yes, sir. All right. And then we've got uh, one that just got back from Western Regionals with us and uh, shot very well as a matter of fact so let's introduce you to striker right quick come over here striker and uh tell us a little bit about yourself now remember you got to get up in here close you got to get your face about right there i know it's kind of odd He's but get here. up there on that microphone so striker tell us uh tell us your name tell us your your age and about how long you've been shooting uh
3: name is striker davis i am 12 years old i've been shooting for about I thought you just turned oh, 13. Oh! <laughs> oh. Damn! 13. You already flunked. Yes. Yeah, but
2: <laughs> he turned 13 this past weekend. We yes. have a teenager, and he forgot. Oh!
3: <laughs> but I've been shooting for about three years now. We just got back from Western Regionals. It was pretty fun. What
0: would you think about those targets at Western Regionals? Because really, up to this point right now, you've you have been shooting in Eddy County. Uh, you've shot in Midland. And... Uh, and uh, bendles so basically you, those are your three clubs for right now right and yes, and you've been shooting well so to go to a regional shoot with 600 plus shooters and having the best of the best these are people we shot with people that were in magazines that were winning magazine article or winning tournaments that that have magazine articles written about them
2: that are actually professional coaches and professional in the sport making a living doing this you were out on the exact same course how does that make you feel
3: it, it's kind of overwhelming. It kind of scares me a bit, but I It those targets were hard trap birds are not my thing not no more, but um, it was crazy uh, I know I'm a shoot in the 60s and 70s. I shot a 40. I saw people that were shooting 99s. I was overwhelmed. I was
0: <laughs> It's amazing the, the level of talent that this sport has is amazing You know when you come from your like you say your home club and you're shooting 60 percent 70 percent sometimes and feeling good to go to a new place with brand new environment and, and, and brand new machines that you've never seen before and, and, and roads that you've never been on before, it's intimidating, you know, and you're an E-class right now. and he you even, I forgot, he even had a brand new gun
2: that he had never pulled the trigger on before and walked out to rest Western Regionals. That's something else that added to the whole...
0: Well, because you had been shooting that Browning, and we were having problems with it, weren't we?
3: Yes, sir. A lot.
0: Uh, basically jamming, you know, uh, get get one good shot or two good rounds out of it and jam. So uh, we got a hold of Jason and bought a um, bought a A400 from Jason that uh, he had picked up uh, someplace.
2: What up, Jason Harrington?
0: So that that gun that gun is what they call a painted gun, but it's a 30 inch barrel. It's a full length gun, and uh, I I thought you shot it lights out, especially at a regional shoot. So I was impressed.
2: What did you
3: think? It was pretty fun but at the start we had to oil it up and it was kind of complicated it was
0: you know i forgot about that you know that that gun being painted they obviously took all the grease off of it and uh, since i have like zero gun care etiquette <laughs> um, you know I, I take it out of the box that it's been rusting in dry storage for four years and uh, start cramming a bunch of shells in it and it didn't work any better than your 20 gauge
3: no, sir. that
0: was doing the same thing but i think we learned something that maybe if we take that 20 gauge out and polish it and put a bunch of grease in it maybe we'll get that thing to work too
3: yes sir we ought to use about 12 cans for the other gun
0: i know i know took a bunch of cans
3: what do you think it was pretty fun i loved it
0: well tell us how you finished because uh i saw i saw i saw some paper yesterday so tell us a little bit about that
3: i won a couple of trophies maybe a couple cool ones i won two three third place medals two medals one golden trophy and yesterday I, I got a cool piece of paper. Had my name on it. And uh two zeros and one five. No, two cool. zeros
0: and one five. That's pretty sweet when you get five hundred dollars. Yes, sir. Yeah. That, so that goes a long ways towards that uh that new Craig off or Parazzi you're gonna be buying, huh?
3: Yes, sir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, let's talk about that, Striker. You're a big kid. How how tall are you? What do you weigh right now? I you're, don't even know. You're five He's, seven you, yes. Yeah. So you're five six, five seven, pushing oh, eighty five pounds. No, 100 he's
2: pounds. a good hundred pounds. Right yeah. at hundred pounds. Yes, okay, yes,
0: sir. so you're right at a hundred pounds right now. You're you're a strong kid. You work all the time. Your mother keeps you in the yard digging ditches, moving <laughs> rocks, and all that kind of crap. Slave and labor. The the over under uh, even gets a little much for you after six eight, 10 stations, doesn't it? So, yes,
3: sir. Uh, what
0: tell, tell me a little bit about your thoughts about shooting an automatic, shooting an over under. What, what is the appeal to a young man for shooting it over and under, and then where does an automatic fit in, in that whole deal?
3: Uh For an automatic for me, uh, I kind of feel like it's kind of cheating and it's a bit easy for people. I was wanting to try something a bit bit harder and more complicated, so started saving up for one.
0: So, what you're thinking is, is that the over/under is a more complicated gun?
2: I yes, think sir. what I think if I'm
0: gonna because I'm his mom, yeah. right, and I understand
2: the in-between the lines. Oh talk no, no, we don't have in-between yeah, the lines here. Yeah, He's saying that chicks dig over unders automatic. You're not gonna get any. Oh, you can't. You, you chicks
0: dig the long ball. Yeah. So oh, get, get them 34 inch barrels. So you
2: got to get out there.
0: Screw in choke. Break it
2: over. Yeah. You know the whole slapping entire. Holes. Yep. Go. the slapping the holes. Yeah. That's the thing. We
0: gotta slap the holes. That's <laughs> where it's all about. That's, <laughs> that's where chicks dig is the slapping the holes, huh? Okay. <laughs> all right. I did Did I get it.
2: that right? Did I get that right, Striker? Yes, ma'am. All right.
4: <laughs>
0: now I'm I'm gonna say here just from. Just for me, watching you shoot and watching, watching quite a few young people shoot is that the ability to swing a gun and move a gun means more than the operation of the gun itself. So if, the, if it comes down to putting X's on paper, and that's what it means. Um, the national champion last year shot an automatic, a um, big, tall, lanky kid and a uh, very nice young man and then I, I believe he also did very well at the uh, florida shoot too mm-hmm. uh, with an automatic so automatics definitely have a place and
2: i think i saw him there at western regionals as well if uh, i'm not mistaken and i thought he shot well as well
0: i mean he, he shoots very well with a beretta mm-hmm. a400 and you know I, I think the ability to to have to have the right equipment and especially at this age to move around from gun to gun means a lot you know so what uh, tell us a little bit about your schedule. What What did you shoot? Um, can you remember the events you shot, and can you kind of remember how the course was set up, and and maybe some things that that uh, you you remember about the shoot? Uh,
3: I remember I shot five spin. I shot red main, and one that started with a P. I forgot what it was. I called it like always prelim. Prelim. And my opinion, the prelim was probably the hardest five stand was the easiest but i missed every single one <laughs> <laughs>
0: do you think that do you think the five stand you know some people will complain about five stand because they don't understand it and they have a hard time with the rules do you think that you enjoy the five stand because you've shot five stand so much with us
3: uh yes sir but there's some places uh uh i forgot what i was gonna say damn
0: that's fine you know some places you go that you know, the targets are much more difficult, and they're wh- whether they're longer or they're off-speed or something like that, it, it's, it's something different. So to go to a regional shoot and to come back with three trophies and a wad full of cash uh, says something. So I, I'm proud of you. I know your mom's proud of you, and uh, we're very excited to see where this shooting career goes.
3: Thank you,
2: sir. I find it very amazing for striker being a young man and being able to go out and shoot five stand because especially at a regionals like that moving station to station you are having to remember where all these new new targets are coming from and form a plan in your own head where when we're shooting it here at the house or here local then we get to talk about it or talk over one another and we just really don't have that ability at a a big event like that to talk back and forth and have other shooters out there and, you know, make everybody feel comfortable. So I was really, really impressed with the way he showed up for five stand.
0: The etiquette means a lot in the sport. And sometimes, uh, especially at at this age, and especially in in the E class, D class, C class, the amount of etiquette that you have says so much about where the sport is and what it's going to go with. So, Strike, you got anything to add to the situation about how great a coach I am or anything like that?
3: Uh, no, sir. I'm actually kind of done, sir. I okay. don't have anything else. All right. Sounds good.
0: Striker, thank you very much. Proud of you. Very welcome, sir.
3: Thank, thank you. you.
0: Thank you. All right, folks. Now we have part of the Z-Pack over here, and we're going to get a show of hands right quick and see who wants to go first. So somebody raise their hand and tell me who wants to go first. All right. So nobody has raised their has be hand Zane. over here. We All got right. Zane coming so up. So we're going to introduce you to Zane right quick. So Zane. Zane. Zane, come on up here. You gotta get pretty close to this microphone. There you go. Tell us a little bit about Zane and tell us uh where you started shooting and when you started and you know, give us some info on you, buddy. Wait, let me let me start this back. So okay. the
2: reason why we have these children here is because they're a part of our family. Zane and Xander, younger man named Zeke are all best friends with Stryker. So we have a really tight family uh environment friendship with their mom and dad and with this then kind of got you guys into shooting, right?
4: Yes, ma'am.
3: And basically
0: all you do is just come over here and dirty up my floors all the time. Is that right? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. So you show up 11 minutes after the maid leaves and just destroy the floors every time y'all come in. Is that right? Yes,
4: sir. Perfect.
0: All right, so tell I'm us sorry. a little bit about Zane.
4: So I started shooting when I was around eight, but I did not shoot clay. I had a 410 brake barrel shotgun that I pretty much just shot every bird that I saw at my grandpa's. And we did a lot of bird hunting with shotguns. But when I got here, I started clay shooting about probably six months ago with Clay and Mike and Stryker.
2: So you're, you're moving from Oklahoma, Texas area. Is that right? Yes. Because you, your granddad's in Texas. Yes, big ranch and get to run around and shoot everything. And here in New Mexico, it's not that wide open, is it?
4: No, ma'am. There's not as many trees.
0: And we, we ain't got nothing flying. We ain't got no mm-hmm. birds. We ain't got no trees. <laughs> we got dirt. That's all we got, dirt. So if you like shooting <laughs> dirt, you <laughs> can shoot dirt. Yes, sir. You either got dirt or clay's. That's all we got.
4: Yes, sir. All
0: right, so are you part of the 4-H team now? Or are you shooting for 4-H? Yes, sir. I yes. shoot
4: for 4-H. I shoot for Loving New Mexico 4-H okay. and Zia.
0: 4H. So do you have a do you have a 4H coach? Do you know your 4H coach's name? No sir. Okay.
2: They just met her yesterday. Okay. Yes. yes. yes.
4: Fantastic. So went to our first 4H clay shoot meeting yesterday.
0: Was that over at ATC? Yes sir. ATC. You know Bendel does a great job of really promoting the youth shooters and and actually getting the locals involved with the, the youth shooters and and just gives them a safe environment to really practice the sport and become proficient in the use of shotguns, handguns. You know, he's, he, you may not know it, but he's actually got a rifle and pistol range there also. So um, visit with your dad the next time you, you want to shoot rifles or pistols. He's got a place to do that also out there. And as close as our houses are to his, it's 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 unfortunate we don't spend more time out there, but everybody's busy. So,
4: Yes.
2: Super safe environment. That's the number one thing that I absolutely love about that uh, cl- gun club out there. Super safe always feel welcome what about you
4: I love it there, it's probably one of my favorite places to shoot that's that and then one other place I went and shot with Clay, Mike, and Stryker Artesia I went and shot in Artesia Artesia
0: okay that uh, is, is the Eddy County shooting range which is Cross Creek Clay's now I believe We're getting somewhere in that area so Cross Side Cross Side Clay's Cross Side Creek I don't know. God, Rackley's going to kill us. Yeah, it, oh it, my God. Yeah, it's uh, Rackley's supposed to be taken in at some point. So. I remember. Creekside Clays. Creekside Clays. Okay. Oh. That's what it is. You, you would think it would be easier to remember, but I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway.
2: But, okay, so you shot at Bindle's and you shot over at Artesia. Which targets were harder for you?
4: I liked trap a lot, and I liked shooting five stand. The hardest for me was. Rabbits.
2: The rabbits. <laughs> that's going to be a lifelong thing. So, anyhow.
0: I'm going to tell you something right now. When you get to that rabbit situation, finally straighten that in your head, that's going to be the end of rabbits right there. You're just going to smoke rabbits. The only time you're going to miss a rabbit is when it does a bad hop. And There's nothing you can do about that.
2: He's told me that for five years now. Yeah. He's well. a liar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're also right eye dominant and right handed, <laughs> and you're shooting left hand. So, there's nothing I can do about this whole thing. <laughs> all right. I'm doing the best I can here. All right. We'll talk directly about his coaching ability. <laughs> so. Alright, so tell me about 4-H. Uh, you're shooting 4-H with your brother, uh, which we're going to get to meet Xander here in just a few minutes. And uh, y'all are shooting mostly trap and skeet. Is that correct?
4: Yes, sir. And,
0: and what do you think about those two disciplines? Trap and skeet. What do you think?
4: So, skeet. I love shooting skeet because it's easy and it's not something that you have to really, really focus on. You oh, focus you don't have to focus on, on you to ski. Focus on you focus. don't
0: have to focus. You said you ain't got to focus on ski. There are going to be a lot of old men really mad you saying do. you don't have to focus on ski. Holy smokes. Okay. You do
4: have to focus on ski. Okay. It All is right. not something that is so hard that you don't want to do it.
2: Like okay, the, all right. So, so, like you're saying, the sporting clay, they're out of range and you have to really start learning how to shoot where your ski is kind of in a contained area yes. and you continue to feel comfortable of where the birds are coming from. Mm-hmm. All right, that makes sense to me.
0: Is that because the birds are basically coming from the same spot every time and you're moving around the course? Yes. Okay, so that makes it okay, see and this is good information. I I started shooting ski when I was about your brother's age. Xander, are you nine now, ten? Eleven. So I was nine or ten years old when I started on the ski field, and that was very true for me also. So that is uh, that's that's excellent to know that. So tell me about trap. What do you think about trap? Yes,
5: sir.
4: Trap is like trap is like the hundred one, isn't it?
0: Well, it can be. Uh, both of these sports, you normally shoot in groups of twenty-five. So your ski, you'll normally oh, shoot around okay. the twenty-five. Trap is normally around the twenty-five also. And then what you'll normally do is shoot Sh- four four rounds of 25 for a total of 100 so yeah both of them are that way so what do you think about trap trap's the one where you stand there and you got the one the one house in front of you and they're all going away from you have you got to shoot any of that yet no sir no trap yet okay well trap trap is 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 a very interesting sport it's a uh olympic track uh, trap is very big olympic skeet's very big so if you're planning on going somewhere collegiately, uh, if you want to go someplace in the Olympics, if you want to do, if you want, if you, if you're looking to go someplace in that, um, the sooner, the faster you start in trap and skeet, the, the more room for growth you're going to have. So, um, bring it up, try to get started on that deal pretty quick, and I think you'll be happy, happy, happy.
4: Yes, sir. And I went and shot one where you have one shell, and they put tw- you have 25 shells, and 25 clays. Do, what is the name for that, sir?
0: Um, I, You know, there's a lot of different sports. There's a lot of different disciplines, so I, I don't know. It could be. When did that happen?
4: Yesterday. So you the shot shot.
0: You shot skeet yesterday, sweet
2: pea.
4: That's the one? Yes,
0: sir. Okay, And see, at, at some point in skeet, you're going to sh- start shooting doubles. Yes, sir. You're station one and two and station six and seven, you'll start shooting doubles in. So you're just not there yet, but. You'll Learn. get there pretty quick. Learn. Yes, sir.
2: So tell me about your gun. What what kind of gun do you shoot? What kind of gun do you want to shoot?
4: Most of the time I borrow my dad's gun. It's a Benelli uh, Stradivarius, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, good shotgun. Yep. And right now I own a gun. It's a Benelli Nova pump action 12 gauge, and I use that for bird hunting.
0: That's not much of a sporting gun, is it? No, sir. That uh you know, that they, they, when you go to Sporting Clays, there is a side event that um, is a pump shotgun side event. Yes, um uh, But to shoot pump on a skeet field is, um, that'll make a man out of you quick. That, yes, that's, sir. That's a tough way to make a living.
4: And the first time I shot, I used a pump action 20 gauge. I'm not sure what kind is an old.
0: Are you shooting 12-gauge right now most of the time?
4: Yes, sir. That's what I mostly shoot.
0: So what did you shoot yesterday?
4: I shot the first round. I shot a 12 out of 25 with a pump action 20-gauge. And then the second round, I was pretty happy with what I got. I got a 17 out of 25, and I used my dad's Benelli.
2: That's pretty amazing. That's That's a huge leap in first-round, second-round birds.
0: Yes. Do you think do you think a lot of that came from uh, All right folks, what we've got is we we had we had to stop the recording. I got a phone call. I apologize. So, we'll I'll try to stitch these together the best we can, but Zane Zane keep talking to us a little bit. We were we were talking about gun fit and talking about your 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 score going up and um, Do you think your five bird difference was a better gun? Do you think it was a better gun fit? Do you think it was understanding where the birds were coming from? I
4: I think it was because when I first started, I was not, I didn't think about it. I wasn't prepared because I just got there and I hopped on first time. Like I was the first person to shoot. And I did not have my stance right. I kept on stopping was my hardest problem. Sure. The whole time I would get in front of the clays and I'd stop and I wouldn't keep moving so and I started to miss a lot
0: and that's a big problem with with guys like yourself at, uh, that do a lot of hunting because you you end up when you when you hunt with a rifle you end up stopping you know and even when you're shooting a live bird a lot of times you stop a lot you don't you don't really swing through near as much as you do with uh, sporting birds or sporting clays do you
4: yes sir but right. probably the funniest thing that happened yesterday was I showed up, I just got back from school, and I was in shorts, short sleeve shirt, I looked like a city boy as hard as you can get, and everybody else is there with buckles, pants, boots, all this, and when I got there, the lady asked, I couldn't figure out the action, how to get the action to stay in place, when I got there, I asked the lady, and then right after she helped me, she said, have you ever shot before? I said, yes, ma'am, I shoot birds a lot, and I've shot ski a few times. And she looked at me like I was lying to her. But when I got out there, she was surprised because I shot one of the highest – I shot the highest the second round of everybody there, and the first round I shot third out of everyone there.
0: Well, that always makes you feel good when, 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 you're, when you're competent and you're proficient with, with whether it be a, a, a shotgun, a rifle, a fishing rod, a bicycle – um, what, whatever it is, when you're proficient with it and, and you feel good about using it, it makes you feel good to do it in front of people, doesn't it?
4: Yes, sir. That's and awesome. I, I just thought it was funny because she didn't think I'd ever shot, and it, it was pretty cool because...
0: That's a great story. Zane, tell us, uh, you got anything that that's, that's, uh, you think everybody wants to, to listen to? You got, you got a good story? You got, you got something that's on your brain you want to let us know about?
4: Not really, sir.
2: Got Not any really. shooting that you're looking forward to? Anything that's gonna be coming up here pretty quick that you might want to shoot?
4: Um, Mike and Clay, they I heard Miss Clay talking to my mom about it. They're doing a shoot this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Registered
2: targets, huh? Over there yes. at Bendels, yeah.
4: Yes, ma'am. And, and then
2: also at um Creekside Clays on Sunday.
4: Yes. And I will most likely talk to my dad and see if he could get me out there to go shoot.
0: Because if your dad loved y'all, <laughs> he would basically do this for you, is that correct? Uh, yes,
4: sir.
2: Absolutely, okay. absolutely.
4: I agree.
0: <laughs> Zane, thank Zane. you so much, buddy. Thank I you, really sir. I really appreciate you, and uh, can't wait to shoot with you this weekend.
4: Yes, sir, It's nice talking.
0: All right, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, now, folks, I'm gonna tell you, this guy right here is an absolute treasure in my house. That you, you, So many times you don't even know this young man's even in the house. He truly has a heart of gold, and he is such a well-mannered young man. And um, all
2: these children are well-mannered. I'll I'll step in as mom and go. No, we got a really good bunch of kids, but Xander's a sweetheart. They so. a-
0: they absolutely are. You know these these kids, you will load up in the truck or the car, and you'll take them anywhere with you, and you just never worry about it. You know you turn them loose, and you know that things are going to be handled, and, and everything's all right, and nobody's going to be upset. So. Uh, Xander come over here and get in front of this microphone and, and tell us a little bit about uh, tell us a little bit about Xander
5: uh,
2: You so got to come up real close. There you go.
5: My name is Xander and I'm 11 years old and I'll be 12 in December
0: Oh late birthday.
5: Okay.
2: What grade are you in right now?
5: Uh, I'm fifth grade.
2: How do you feel about that?
5: It's pretty good.
2: All right.
0: And all, and all of you kids go to school together, right? Yes. So yep, yeah, you're uh, everybody's going to school basically at the uh, same campus so everybody knows each other Mm -hmm. and uh, really you know we're pretty fortunate when when you and your brothers get together and then you got the uh, girls across the street and then you got our two kids that's pretty much a a a whole baseball team isn't it you got eight kids running around don't you yeah
2: and all of y'all are just wonderful I love it you're always welcome here at the house but that's really special to have eight kids from three separate families and all of you get along um, wanna work together, wanna play together and not cause a bunch of ruckus.
0: That's special. Well Xander, tell us a little bit about uh ab- about your shooting, you know, and that, I I find I find you being very passionate about shooting and I um I, I, I like that because I, I think that's I think that's a sign that a young man at eleven years old has probably the better part of sixty years in front of him shooting a shotgun competitively. So, talk talk to us about your passion on shooting and when you decided that you wanted to shoot.
5: So, I started shooting when I was probably around seven or eight and I've been I didn't shoot I didn't start shooting clay until I was uh, ten but before that all I shot was like dove I'd go dove hunting with my dad and all that and I started off with a 20 gauge pump.
0: And yeah, what'd you think about that 20 gauge pump? That'll make a man out if you want it. Uh, yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Did you shoot it well? Yeah, I shot really good on Dove. Uh, why I, why I liked it so much is because it was u- it's so old and it's been used so much through the family. It's so easy to pump on me, so it doesn't take a while, and I can on staring through the barrel whenever I shoot so
2: you know there's something about having a broken shotgun a broken shotgun when you break it open and it just falls over if it's over and under or you pump it and it's just got that nice ease and you're not sitting there having to worry about oh can I get the shells to eject or it's, it's like whiskey sometimes you know oh you don't know about that yet don't yeah, drink whiskey. Yeah.
0: tonight tonight's episode brought you back around <laughs> You know, and and, and, and I, we just talked a second ago. You know, I started shooting uh, competitively at, at nine, ten years old on the skeet field with my dad, and, and I remember I and I still own the shotgun. I still got a Remington eleven hundred that my dad bought for me, and I don't know how many how many thousands and thousands of twenty gauge rounds that guns had through it, and it was always a treat for me, like you say, to pick up my dad's gun and shoot my dad's Browning, and you know, watching, watching those old guys at the time, you know, when you're 11, everybody's old. Anyhow, they could only be 30, but they still feel like they're old, you know. (laughs) I don't look
2: old, do I? (laughs) Xander? Tell me. Come in here and tell me the truth. (laughs) You're a good kid. Thank you.
0: But yeah, it was, uh, it was always fun, you know, and and I always found it, uh, I always found it very um, rewarding to pick up uh, your dad's gun or your grandpa's gun or even forbid you know somebody a friend that you would see shooting and, y- and you'd watch those people shoot and you go oh my god you know they shoot so good and they never miss and everything works but to pick up their gun and actually get to shoot a few rounds with it that was always amazing have you got to do some of that also with other guns
5: uh yes sir i borrowed uh one guy's gun at atc shooting sports and it was a over and under uh Beretta.
2: That was for that charity shoot. That was that silver pigeon that I watched you shoot, right?
5: Beretta, 12 gauge, and uh, over and unders are probably my favorite gun to shoot.
0: Tell tell me about tell me about why it's why an over under is what you're looking for. Because Um, I'm gonna say right now you're you're right at five foot, right? A little shorter than five foot. Probably. And how much do you weigh?
5: I'm 130 pounds.
0: 130 pounds. So you're you're. You're a thick kid you're in shape um i've seen you i've seen you work like a full-grown man out there i mean you're a strong strong young man so um tell tell me about you shooting an over and under and what it means to you to get to shoot an over and under
5: the why why i like over and unders because their barrels aren't as long and it makes me easier to hold it uh what else
0: no that's that's fine i mean that's your answer and that's what i'm looking for and that, that it's it's interesting are you against shooting a semi-auto uh no it's, you'll shoot
2: anything you're fine but you yeah. just if you could have your prefers you would just like to have it's because
0: chicks dig long ball <laughs> huh
2: tell me tell me <laughs>
0: that's the truth too i, I get it, it and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it to you, too. There's nothing better than slapping holes out there and chicks dig it when you're slapping holes to the ground, you know. I'm just saying. So why, yes, sir. why
2: Why are you blushing? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so you're part of the uh, loving 4-H team also, is that correct?
2: Yes,
5: sir.
0: And and you got to shoot your first time yesterday also, right? Yes, sir. And I'm saying shoot your first time in, in 4-H conditions, okay? So tell us a little bit about – tell us a little bit about – The differences between going to shoot 4-H and going out to shoot, um, you know, when we all went and shot that benefit shoot, because your dad had a a very successful benefit shoot a couple months ago, right? And we all got to shoot that. So tell us the differences between a benefit shoot, sporting, and then going to shoot
5: 4-H. So in 4-H, I don't really like. The only thing that I don't like about it is they only throw one clay up in the air at one time, and – so it makes it easier for me to shoot it.
2: It's a very controlled situation yeah. then is what you're trying to say. You're used to being out there with all the other grown men and playing doing five stand and everything's going and yeah. and you just keep up with the same speed but they've really slowed slowed it down for you.
5: Yeah.
0: Do you think that that helped a bunch of the other um kids yeah. your age that maybe have not been uh around shotguns as much as, as you and your family have. Do you think it helped those kids learn some stuff?
5: Oh yeah, they learned a lot.
0: Did, did you find that safety might be the number one, oh. might be the number one feature that they were trying to show you was how to be safe with this, with this shooting iron and how to keep your safe, uh, your, yourself safe and people around you safe? Yes, sir. And do you remember any things that they taught you about that?
5: Uh, so whenever I was shooting, i was just like my brother but i was stopping a little bit i wasn't stopping as much but i was stopping a little bit right when i get it on it and
2: so
0: swing through huh yeah
2: and i was
5: also shooting high
0: okay do you remember uh, on the safety part of it do you remember them uh talking to you about barrel awareness um safeties um make sure you're in the stand before you load the gun make sure the gun's empty before you get out of the stand do you remember any of that type of stuff
5: yes sir uh they were telling us before you lo- load a shell in the chamber, you, you, the person in front of you has to shoot, and then you load it in whenever they tell you to load it in.
0: Okay, so they, they wanted you in your, in your shooting stand, basically, whatever that square is called,
5: yes. and then
0: make sure that your gun's downrange. So you felt safe, didn't you? Yes, sir. Do you think that all of the other kids that were with you felt safe? Yes, sir. Okay. That's Did awesome. you feel safe around mm-hmm. all the other kids? yes ma'am. because i've been
2: out to some charity shoots before that i felt like there could be some major accidents
0: well any anybody with a uh you know a 12 inch barrel and a pistol grip on it with bandoleros i want a lot of space between me that and me.
2: was a very that's, exciting that's, situation That is always
0: very spooky <laughs> to me anybody with an extended magazine i always look at those people kind of side-eye too because i don't i don't think you need to load 25 on station one and try to make it the whole way and um, what's the other one that? Oh,
2: shooting an ounce on ounce and a quarter on a sporting clay field when they clearly said the heaviest load you can shoot is an ounce and an eighth.
0: Well, I don't have anything against that. If it gets me another bird, I'll shoot ounce and a quarter.
4: I'm fine with that.
0: Too. Uh. You know? yeah, anyway. <laughs> we'll move on from that situation <laughs> right there. So anyway, um, Xander, you're shooting twelve gauge right now. You're shooting twenty gauge. Uh. What are you shooting?
5: Only 12-gauge.
0: Okay, you only shoot 12-gauge because chicks dig the long ball, and basically you want a short barrel over under. Um, he wants to shoot on Saturday, Sunday. That, that fits you, and you think that you should probably shoot somewhere at three to 500 rounds a week. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay. That'd be great. Right, so yes. Yeah, we, we need to talk to your dad about probably investing in a reloading machine and maybe getting another part-time job. To go only fans, feet pigs Yeah, probably, I've, I don't know, I've seen his feet I think we'll probably Pass. leave only fans out of it so, <laughs> we're there, so.
5: so I'm actually saving up for a Beretta over and under That my, I was supposed to go to it Artesia Artesia, Big uh-huh. to a gun shop to see if I can find a gun for me
0: yeah, Big
2: Chief over in Artesia with Ed Garrett. I you
0: will know. tell you Ed Garrett is probably one of the finest people I've ever been around and he is a fantastic um, gun dealer. Him and his wife are some of the best people I've ever been around in my life. So they will treat you very fair and they will make sure that whatever you uh, you buy will be something you'll remember for a while, I can promise you that.
2: He's actually fitted fit me, fitted fet me. I fetted,
0: don't
2: um adjusted my shotgun to fit me the best that it could at the time. He is a very knowledgeable man and is, is wanting to help everybody getting into the sport of sporting clays and shooting and it's fun to be around those kind of people.
0: Yeah, it really is. So I I enjoy him. I enjoy his wife. They do a lot for the shooting community. They do a lot for um, uh, the Eddy County Shooting Range, uh, which is now Creekside Clays. Uh, they do a lot with um, uh, the deal I don't remember um, Safari Safari Club International
2: and a lot of the local um, charity shoots they they always help benefit or donate to
0: or continually continually donating time uh, products all kinds of stuff so yeah yeah, if if anybody has a chance to to deal with that that's amazing so Xander do you have do you have anything else you'd like to give us in here you want to give me some wisdom on how to pick up those left to right crossers when uh, you're on station 2
5: No sir. Uh, I just ask them to launch the plays before I shoot. Okay. So I can see where they're heading.
0: Okay. okay. All right. So you and get
5: So I can see which one I shoot first and So the what's second your
2: one. what's your plan? So whenever after you holler pull, what's your next thought? What's your next move?
5: To so I look up and uh, sometimes at like ATC Mm -hmm. They have numbers and you can look at those little boxes in front of you and then They also have sheets out there and it's where the clay guns are and they shoot them up in the air Mm
3: -hmm.
5: and then you uh, Call it and you all you have to do is look at that number and watch them But there's some and it's a double up clay where they shoot two over your head at once And you can see right where they meet and so you can see which one you shoot first so mm-hmm. you
2: say pull and then what do you do?
5: Uh I look up in the air and I'm trying to find the clays, but What's that clay, yo? What that's awesome. That clay? That's awesome. And then
0: basically you're just at that point waiting to sign autographs and just looking for hot chicks. I mean yes, that's pretty much it. It's <laughs> excellent. All right. Xander, thank you so much for coming out. I really appreciate you uh doing this with me. It means a lot. Thank you so much. I'm
2: really you're looking welcome. forward to you and all these other kids that we had on tonight see where they go with this sport let them grow into some good shooters this is going to be exciting to watch you for the next couple of years yep
0: yep i'm excited about it too and uh can't wait for you boys to start uh start throwing down some big boy numbers and uh scaring some people that's going to be great
5: yep yes sir cool
0: all right everybody thank you that is uh some youth shooters right there and uh are family for us this is our family and uh we, we really enjoy these kids. Enjoy, 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 enjoy. It makes, it makes a lot of the time and the money, worthwhile. And I'm going to put a special shout out, to Ricky Nelson. Um, when Clay and I got married, we went out, to Bendel's uh, ATC, and took everybody shooting. And I looked up and and Ricky's Ricky's kids have been grown, for some some time now. And Ricky was over there working with these kids about about as hard and feverishly and doing, doing just an amazing job of making sure that all of these kids uh, were in the station, that they were safe, that they were doing what they needed, that they were breaking clays, that they had everything that they needed. And while the adults were free to have a good time because we had all shot this before and we were very comfortable with it. And to know that you had somebody like Ricky Nelson Watching these kids and taking care of them meant a lot to some new families, some new friends that we had, you know, fairly new at that mm-hmm. didn't know us at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, Ricky, uh, thank you for your time.
2: Absolutely. Watching him set those kids on those breakpoints and, and, and letting them know what their brain is doing and, hey, let's look at this from a different angle. He was out there full force that day as everybody else was pretty much jackassing around. And I really feel like that was the beginning of Zach and, or I mean, as Zane and Xander's um, sporting clay. That's when they really got excited about it, and it hasn't slowed down since. So. It really
0: has not, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I, I just thought about that right now. But that that was a big deal to me. I I didn't know, I didn't know he was that passionate about it. So to watch him do something that nobody asked him to do um, was really cool. So, um, this is actually going to be a. A short episode this evening because we are going to move our podcast over to Wednesday night. Um, We've we've got some summertime activities so uh, if we don't do it we'll we'll be losing Jason uh, and and I think Jason adds just so much to this podcast that we want to make sure we keep him um, available as much as possible. So uh, he's got uh, uh, his girls playing softball and some other athletic sports right now and we're gonna move this over Wednesday night so we we've got a fun show tomorrow night Um, I think we've got uh, the guys from Lubbock coming Mm -hmm. on and clay went out today with me and she set her first course so she set the entire red course red course Mm -hmm. um, which basically meant that I went down there and moved all the traps and listen to her tell me that I did it wrong and move them again. <laughs> and, uh, and then Chris True, of all things, came out about halfway through it, and he helped also. And uh, I, I can't wait for everybody to shoot these, and, and I think it's going to be fun. But we'll get to listen to some more Clay's activities about setting traps and all, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, everybody enjoy, and we can't wait to visit with you all tomorrow evening. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Good night.